Welcome to Americans in Germany drinking whiskey. This is Jeff. And this is Alex. And we're going to be talking about today looking at Berlin through new eyes. Yes, exactly. See, Alex recently had two good friends from the U.S. visit him in Berlin for the first time. Yes. So we're going to talk about the uh, the stresses, the fun of having visitors coming to you know visit you while you're living abroad. And in addition, we'll see things from the eyes of the visitor as somebody who is visiting a country or city abroad for the first time. And of course, we'll do that with the conversations uh, we've had with Alex's friends. So this will be a fun episode talking about having somebody visit you abroad and what it's really like in real life. Yeah, exactly. I think it'll be a good time. And you know what? Thank what? you for joining us. Oh. Uh, it's always good to have you guys stop by. Yes. It is episode 123, and this episode would uh, is brought to you by you guys. It would not happen if uh, you didn't keep tuning in, so true. thanks for coming. Uh, we've got the usual... Uh, you know, entertainment, giggles, and and <laughs> advice coming up. But first, news. But first, there's news and <laughs> and stuff. Yes, that was, a, that was a news sound. What they do in news shows? We should have like sound effects. Okay, like a new, like yeah, like a Dateline NBC thing that's like, or is that more of like that was Law Order or Hong Kong? Who wants to be a millionaire? You know, with like. <laughs> yeah, Regis is like talking to him, all, and then he's like, "All right, let's play." Then suddenly the lights all go. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, anyways, we're gonna stop rambling. Here comes the news. In other news, uh, I'm an idiot. <laughs> so, <laughs> why? Why? So I'm just, you know, I have to apologize to the lovely people yeah. from Trinidad and Tobago. I'm pretty sure last week I said it was somewhere in Africa. You did. Yes. It's not. It's yeah. it's 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 not even close. It is in the Caribbean. Uh, right above, you know, South America. Yeah, so we we feel bad about that um, because the I, whole, I do the whole point we were shouting you guys out was because we were so excited that you were listening, and then we looked like uh, idiots by being a podcast that like has to do with international uh, international things and geography. Yeah. We we always feel bad when we get something like that wrong. So uh, you know, we have, we have, we have, we have brain farts. You yeah. know, we, we like to travel, but we're also we're still American after all, right? We're terrible geography. I don't know. I'm pretty good at geography. Anyways, we're very sorry, but thanks sorry. for listening. We love you. We love you. Interesting stuff happening right now, uh, actually today in uh, in Germany that I read. So there's a draft for the bill on dual citizenship and it'll most likely hit German parliament this December, meaning Jeff and I and anyone else living here in Germany who is not German could possibly have two citizenships, which would be cool. And they also want to make getting becoming a naturalized citizen an easier process. I mean, it comes down to the fact that they need the workers and so... You know, the smart people in Germany are like, why are we making it difficult for people to become German citizens? You know, because yeah. as it is for a lot of people, including Alex and I, if we wanted German citizenship, we would have to give up our American citizenship, give up our whatever citizenship. Right. Which, um, you know, a lot of people don't want to do. You know, they still feel ties to their homeland, you know, where their family, are, you know, are from. And where yeah, they absolutely. Were born. Yeah. So um, it's pretty big. Yeah. And, and remember, as, they, as we mentioned a year ago, this is something that they had promised that they would do the new government. And they're following through. Now, we don't know if it'll get, you know, voted through or not, but it's at, but they're putting it to a vote at some point in the and, near future. And at the same time, another thing that the government promised was to legalize the use of recreational cannabis or marijuana or for you youngins. I don't know what they say anymore. But grass. We, we, it's the grass. <laughs> uh, and Mary that Jane. also, <laughs> the Mary Jane, the weed, the uh, devil's lettuce, if you will. Uh, and I read... That the um, proposed bill just got leaked, 
And it's also supposed to happen sometime by the end of the year uh, through Parliament. And it's pretty interesting. So they uh, said 20 grams or below is legal recreational use. Uh, and they also want to manage the THC levels. So like kids, people like 18 to 21 will have lower THC and then above 21 years old. Yeah, nice. Okay. You can choose up to like 18% or 15% THC. And they also want to keep prices the same as like the black market. Or you mean don't increase the prices because then, right. then people will just continue to buy them the drugs illegally and there's no tax money. Exactly. And they want to you know, tax it higher the more THC is in there. So it's pretty interesting stuff. And I guess they they, they want to pass this. There was another promise from uh, from Olaf Scholz and his um, coalition, the uh, Streetlight Coalition. And uh, hopefully that will pass too. Pretty Pretty good stuff. Liberal stuff happening here in Germany. Absolutely. I mean, you know. The U.S. beat them to it a while ago, but uh, finally, some of the U.S. <laughs> finally, Germany is getting to it. And as somebody living in Germany, um, it's only a good thing. But if anything, just because like that tax money, you're talking about for um, sure. What I don't know how people smoke weed in Germany. Let's talk. Let's say tens of millions, if not hundreds of millions of dollars a year. Yeah, I mean, probably. You know? I mean, the, the fact I, I'm pretty sure that like uh, when um, what was it Montana or, or, or Oregon in the states made illegal, they're in like a million the first month. I think Germany's bigger than Oregon, so. Yeah, um, so we could use that money because then that money can go to straight back to us to helping us pay for these high energy costs coming up or, yeah. you know, pay for, you know, whatever. So um, why not? I, it's one of those things people are going to be doing it anyways. Exactly. Let's make some money off it, baby. You get high to take care of our high energy bills. Whoa. Oh, I thought you were going to say you get high to take care of our gas supply. Oh, that's even better. That's, that's where you were going to go. But that's really good. Then you kind of. Nosedived. They, they, <laughs> they just put that on the official, uh, on, the, on the bill. Get high to take care of our gas supply. Yeah, not bad. Uh, very cool. Yeah. And, um, ooh, not so cool. Many of you living, <laughs> in, living in Germany who have, uh, you know, bought food recently, which I hope is most of you, because, you know. Eating is important. Eating is important. I read that in a book. You should eat. You should eat. Yeah. Once in a while. Yeah, at um, least. So many major German grocery store chains, including Etika and Reva, Reva uh, you, if you were there recently, you might notice a lot of empty shelves. It's because uh, as, in, as inflation has gone up and up, uh, these grocery stores refuse to sign deals with major brands because they feel like they're charging too much to sell the, the groceries to the store. Oh, uh, yeah. And they then will have to sell it for even more. And they feel like that's just ridiculous prices for... You and me and any other consumer. Uh, so Kellogg's is a good example. They refuse to sign a deal with Kellogg's. Apparently, like their cereals have gone up thirty percent. Um, oh my gosh! And so um, you'll just you'll and uh, Kellogg also includes anything made of the Mars Corporation. So it's a lot of can so Snickers. You won't see Snickers in these stores anymore. Well, um, there'll be a lot of things. M and M's. Uh, oh yeah, M and M's exactly. So, you know M and M's. I maybe that's a different company. I don't know. Almond. Maybe they they farm that out to a different company. I don't know. Almond ice cream. Yeah. So uh, so inflation is hitting hard, and you will see that the effect on the shelves with less options, and it'll be more of the kind of like um, you know the store brands like the Yaw brand and stuff you know yeah, taking yeah. over, which is fine. Tastes roughly about the same and a lot cheaper. So yeah, I'm I'm uh, okay. So why not? But 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 they're they're claiming, which I'm, I'm pretty sure is true, that there are a lot of companies that are using inflation as an excuse to jack up their prices when in fact they themselves, there is, they, they don't have the increased cost that they are charging. They're just using it as an excuse like, oh, sorry guys, inflation, three years. more. are you yeah. telling me capitalist countries are taking advantage of a situation because that sounds like yeah. something that would never happen? Not countries, but companies. That's just a company. There's a company? Countries? Countries, yeah. I meant companies. Okay. Because that sounds like something, you know, out of this world. 
are you saying where there's a dollar to be made, somebody tried to make it? Oh my goodness. Yes. <laughs> uh, anyway, so you, 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 if you live in Germany, you'll see some, uh, some effect at the grocery store. Yeah. Um, if not already. Not helping that is another not so great news. Uh, one in three students in Germany lives below the poverty line. Ooh. The financial aid provided by the German government is not enough to help young people in Germany deal with inflation and rising utility costs. Yeah, and it said that um, they were already kind of at the poverty line before the inflation hit. So that means, oh my God, the perfect Germany is actually not so perfect. Oh my. Yeah, I mean, it, it makes total sense. I mean, the way inflation has been going right now, it, it's even hard for people who are not on poverty line to, to afford things. I mean, I, I noticed that when I go... Uh, grocery shopping, my bill is a lot higher than it used to be. Or just going Absolutely. out for food, everything is just way more expensive. Yeah, I mean, um, yeah, the other day I got, I got just got like a handful of items and it was like 20 euro, and which is like normal in the States and other places. But here I'm, I'm like, I'm like, now I'm finding myself like, I never look at the receipt, but now I'm looking just like, did they? Is this right? Yeah, yeah did they I, double scan? Like, I, I've, been, I've done I've it a few sh- times too. Yeah, just because, and I'm like, where did the money go? And I'm like, oh, okay, this is two euro more than normal. This is a euro more. This is fifty yeah. cents more. And I'm like, oh my god, yeah, it's yeah, nice. it's insane. So I hope if you're a student, you're uh, you're finding a way to uh, to survive because that's 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 brutal. Yeah, and um, one of the ways a student can get help is through mom and dad. And speaking of Alex's mom, <laughs> great, good job. Is there something you want to say to your mom? Yeah, thanks, mom. <laughs> God, Linda, I had to squeeze that out of him. You didn't, even, you didn't <laughs> even want to say thanks. Thanks, mom, for uh, for bringing me into this world, but also for uh, giving us donation for a podcast. Yes, yes, we got a very nice donation from her today, which is why we have to bring it up. So very sweet. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm a little embarrassed. I feel like our podcast is being run through our mothers. <laughs> Who's ever, whoever's running it doesn't, doesn't bother me. But, uh, <laughs> but, but um, Alex's mom, my mom, and also a special thanks to all of you listeners over the past uh, two years. Moms and non-moms. I think we've, we've had 50 or more different people that have sent us donations over the past two years. Um, and those do- donations truly help us to keep going. It's not a joke because we are a nonprofit podcast. And We're big bro- surprise, podcasts uh, cost money. So um, you guys help to keep us going. And if you wish to contribute, you can do so on our website. The bottom of every page has a PayPal donation button and just send it over but of course you do not have to because this is a free podcast you know it's just only if you want it's only if you want to if you're uh, feeling so uh inclined so inclined you know there's other things you could do with your time like uh you know dry some flowers you could dry some flowers yeah hang you know hang them upside down you could write a note because who writes those anymore like an actual note like a letter Ooh, put like put it in the in the post put it in there interesting uh but yeah how have you been i've almost said i haven't seen you in a while but no, that's not I that's you two days ago uh, yeah, no good. I had uh, friends come to visit from the States. Uh, I think I'll talk more about that a little bit later of in the course, episode. Of course, it's one of the topics, so yeah, I can't waste that right now. So that was really exciting. I had a really good time. They left today. And uh, besides that, I think I'm getting sick. So good stuff. I think so as well. If any of you can hear it in my voice, I probably sound a little snick. I, yeah. I, have, I have a pile a pile of uh, of uh, TP squares here. You do. Um, you got some TP squares, some TPSs. Speaking of that. Uh, I may need to borrow one of those in a bit. Yeah, and uh, Bobby's also home at six, so at sick, she's at sick. She's at sick. She's at sick home. <laughs> or, or it's unlike you, <laughs> you're like a, a like a, one of those commercials for like a newscast. You know, tonight at six. Tonight at six. Uh, it's true, she, but not not just at six. Also at seven and at eight. She's been sick for a little bit, so I'm assuming I'm getting some of that sickness. Maybe I brought it to her from the kindergarten, and now I'm getting it from her. I don't know, but uh, not fun. I hope no. she gets better soon. Oh, and um, you know, we have to say it was Bob. You know, and if. Of course, if you're new to the podcast, you're like, who is Bobby? Bobby is uh, Alex's girlfriend, of course. It was her birthday it on was. Tuesday. We had a lovely evening at your house. Um, cake was eaten. 
fun was had. Games were played. Games were played. Uh, good times. So it was fun. I, again, I mean, can I say happy birthday again? Right? It's not against German rules, right? No, it's not. It's after. Can I say it? It's after. So I didn't just. Have, or is it before her next birthday? Oh, but once again, happy birthday to Poppy. Happy birthday. Who's probably listening to this and laughing her ass off. So, uh, <laughs> but yeah, good times. Um, not much. Well, actually, because over the weekend I hung out with you and your friends a couple times. So. Uh, that's kind of what I was up also up to as True. well. Yeah. Um, and also, um, past couple of days, been uh, diving into my Halloween costume. Ooh. What are you going to be? Going to be a Ghostbuster. Nice. But I'm making a from scratch proton pack, which is uh, so cool with light, working lights and everything. So uh, it's, uh, it's, it's going to take a little time, uh, but uh, do, doing it on the cheap, like making the whole proton pack out of an old foam uh, yoga mat. Cool. Which sounds like crap, but when you see it, it's gonna be freaking awesome. So I'm excited for your for your Halloween party you're gonna have. It's gonna be great. Yeah, that's not happening, but <laughs> it's it's happening. It they keep telling me I'm having a Halloween party, and I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. Well, no one else is, so you are. Yeah, but anyways, uh, we can start partying right now with some beautiful whiskey, can't we? We can, we can. Uh, today we have again, probably used to it now, but uh, some small boys, some small little bottles. Uh, this is again from the Eichenbrenner Distillery here in Berlin. Right, in the uh, Vetting District. In the Vetting District. So it's a uh, a German um, whiskey. And this and one's a Berlin named, whiskey. A Berlin whiskey, true. That's the, uh, I almost said trifecta, but that would be wrong. It's the bifecta. The bifecta. It's a fecta. This one's called Tall Pete, because they're all fun <laughs> names like that. Yeah. So we're drinking Tall Pete today. This is aged five years, about 300 bottles made. I'm Ooh, not sure if they mean small batch. Mini bottles or big bottles. Good, yeah. Like, or maybe out of those syringe bottles, do they then pour out of those big bottles to make the small bottles? I would assume so. Yeah. I don't know if this is in addition to those three hundred bottles, or but let's just say it's a small batch, anyways. Okay. Uh, it was bottle, yeah, three hundred bottles burned twenty fifteen and bottled in November twenty twenty. The nose is peat smoke. Wait, wait, go back. When it was it bottled? Twenty twenty. Ooh, November. Oh, and it's almost November twenty twenty two. Almost exactly two years to the day it was Whoa. bottled, which makes it seven years aged. Ooh. Whoa. Well, not, not really. Not really. Yeah. So let's let's drink this guy. Oh, you wanted to skip the uh, tasting notes? I've never said it before, so I'm not going to start. Oh, it. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. Why change? Yeah. <laughs> why adapt? Why, why, exactly. <laughs> Who cares? Not me. I just want to drink it. And we've said it. We I, I know for it's good stuff right? for literally years. You've been listening to some beautiful whiskey bottle pops, and then the past month or two, you're like, "What is going on?" This I know is horrible. it's, I it's know. terrible. We're sorry. We're trying to save money. But at least we're glugging it. Let's get some glugs. Yeah, we got some good pours. That actually. wasn't that wasn't that that gluggy. Let me let me try this one. I'm, I'm trying to glug uh, this bad boy. A little, little bit louder. Nice. Yeah, that's some horrible ASMR. It's great ASMR. Yeah, you got it more of a, I think because it's more better angle. Better angle. Last time. You're going yeah. like almost purely vertical last time. Okay, we're done with that. Anyways, okay. Let's take a smell. Oh, oh God, can I even smell it? I guess it'll smell. Yeah, nice. Cheers. It's working a bit. My nose is still working. Ooh. Scotchy. <laughs> Ooh. That's a slow. Yeah, oh, right? it's still it's still trickling down. That burn it's tickling my tickling my back. Interesting. It's scotchy, but with something else. Yeah, and yeah. you'll find out later what that something else is. They will. You Ooh, will. God, I can. F- it's really going slow. It's like hitting, hitting rub, my nipples. Don't rub your nipples. It's going down <laughs> to the stomach. It's like really like whoa, going slow. Uh, before we get into the episode, uh, if you'd like to give us a five star review on Apple Podcasts, it's always appreciated. We read them all. 
you know, makes Very us fun. feel good, yeah. keeps us going. But again, that's your choice. You don't have to give us a five-star review. There's other things you can do with your life. It makes us, it makes us sound like we have like, we need, we need this confidence boost or something. If we don't get it, we're getting really sad. Do you want to make Jeff sad? I don't think so. Uh, also check out our Instagram. <laughs> it's uh, at americans.in.germany.podcast. And also, I've, I, he says this every episode. I have no idea if you still this, this is actually right because, like, I'm just always logged in, so I never, I actually do not know what our our URL. That's why I've gotten no more followers in the yeah. past like years. I'm saying it wrong the whole time. <laughs> actually, what if that was? Oh man, I mean, I'm not even sure if I'm correct. I'm like 80 percent sure I'm correct. Let's let's check afterwards. We uh, won't remember, but we'll let's pretend. Yeah. And let's check out our website. Uh, Benny do say is the best website in the world, but I don't know. I'm skeptical. I saw like in the gutter the other day, an uh, old flyer and in the bottom it was saying, it was mentioning like, do you know what the top 10 websites in the world are? And there was like Google, <laughs> right. et cetera, you know, Yahoo, you know, it was, it was, it was really old flyer from like the Ask ne- Jeeves. 98. Yeah, exactly. But then right there was AGDW. I didn't, I didn't stop to read it, but I assume they were talking about our website. You mean AGWpodcast.com? Exactly. Yeah. I mean, there, I mean, yeah, there are flyers that list random websites just put all around town often. I see them all the time. Yeah, well, I, I, again, I, I didn't question it. I was on my, you know, I'm a humble guy. I'm not going to stop and like gloat about like, oh, look at me. People are throwing, handing out flyers by my website. So, you know, I just, that's fair. I kept moving. Well, it is agdwpodcast.com. There's whiskey pictures on there. Our podcast is actually on there too. There's other bits and bobs and news and other things that I'm pretty sure Jeff has highlighted, has updated. But uh, let's get into the episode. And the first thing I talk about is I just had friends visit. Which is awesome. Yeah, and, and it's it, this is a good uh, connection to, um, I want to say a month or so ago, we had an episode yeah. ab- about what it's like to have people visit you in Germany. You know, like, um, wh- where do you tell them to go? How do you try to get them to maximize their experience as their first time in Germany or first time in Berlin, you know? And so now you have a real-life case study, if you will. <laughs> I do. Uh, with your and friends. It, anyway. it, is, it is interesting because when friends visit, obviously I want them, I want to hang out with them and, you know, but I also feel like I have to show off Berlin because I love the city so much. Yeah, absolutely. You want you want them to see Berlin as you see it, which of course will never happen. But you want right. you want it to happen anyways. Right? You, yeah. you you try your darndest yeah. to uh, yeah to, to make sure that you know they are seeing Berlin through the eyes that I I like them to see it with because you know we're passionate about the city. Then we started a freaking through almost three year long podcast about it. Right. So, so you're basically trying to to cram ten years. Of living experience yeah. into ten days or whatever hour. Exactly. So as my friend Tonnery from uh, from college. Hey Tonnery. Hey Tonnery. And, and Grace, of course. And her fiance Grace, who she brought, and they're both just wonderful, wonderful people. So nice. And they've been here since Friday. I picked them at the airport. Um, and I was like, Ooh, we got, you know, I was trying to think the whole week. What are we gonna do? What are we gonna do? What are we gonna do? So, so you, you did. You did like take time to like think of kind of like a general plan. Yeah, so I had a big plan for Saturday and Sunday, and then they left actually today. Uh, so they're only here for about five days. So Saturday, we wound up doing a lot of different things, like more than I even expected, because the weather was just off the charts beautiful. Yeah, they got lucky because, I mean, we're in end of October, Berlin, and it well, it was cold and nasty. And then and suddenly just, that weekend they arrived, it was warm. We, we, we were showing like 22 degree weather. It was yeah. ridiculous. So it was like in the low 70s in Fahrenheit. I mean, it was, it, which is unusual yeah yeah absolutely so uh, for those of you who live in berlin you'll know what i'm talking about a few of these places so saturday you know woke up at some breakfast that's an amazing place called 21 gram it's in neukölln 
It's an heard old, of it. It's it's fantastic. I might have been there before. I don't know. Because supposedly when you die, you lose twenty one grams, and that's supposedly your yeah. soul going up What's to that? Sean hell. Penn, Sean Penn movie, twenty one grams. Yeah, Sean right. Penn movie. I've seen it. How did they? That sounds kind of bullshit. So, which person did they weigh all of them. seconds before they died, and then weighed them after they died? Every single one. They didn't. So like. Where, where did this 21 grand how would they even know any amount jeff where's your where's your whimsy you literally would have to weigh somebody he's like on the deathbed like yeah okay, wait, wait, it's it's a bit yeah it's happening now okay wait now wait me now okay you know like come on oh my god he lost it yeah yeah I, I don't know i'm not saying that you don't lose i'm just saying like how do they figure this out it's a good question yeah it's something we can wikipedia later yeah <laughs> moving on yeah it's a really it's a really great uh breakfast brunch spot uh in neukölln in the hammerstrasse leinerstrasse area and it's an old uh, cemetery, which is why it's called Twenty One Gram. So it's pretty cool. Oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah. it's in like the old like church building. You have an outdoor area. Okay, it's I, I gorgeous. Think, I, think, I think I know where you're talking. Yeah, about. Yeah, really cool. It's in like Kuna Park, which is a beautiful park in Neukölln. It looks like Game of Thrones. The sunken one. Yeah, the sunken one. Yeah, that's it was cool. like below ground. And at the Templehof, which is nice. And we walked like through Templehof through Hansenheide, Templehof, which is the abandoned airport, abandoned which airport. is now a park. Yeah, uh, Hansenheide, just beautiful big park. Where these people are playing that soccer game, we wear these giant like um, bubbles around your body. Have you ever seen this? No, but you showed me a picture. It's kind of like those. What are they called? The ones you get in and you kind of just roll down the hill or whatever. Um, I don't know what they're called. They put these giant bubbles that you wear on like your torso up to your head, and you like run into people and like go flying in the air. It looks really fun. Yeah, but I never saw people actually. I've seen those before. What you're talking about? These like bubble suits that you get into. Yeah, but I didn't. Never saw them actually playing. Uh, football like soccer yeah, soccer was, while wearing these things it was but, super but you funny. showed me a picture so I, there was a football on the ground I'm like what what is happening maybe we'll post on the extras yeah. it, it, it was really fun to uh, to watch so I do there and they walk through Kotzbuss so we walked like all the way down to Alexanderplatz oh and went to uh, Holtzmacht which is this great uh, outdoor bar club restaurant place really cool and everything is kind of like uh, homemade out of wood and which kind of Holtzmacht means wood market right uh, I feel like we have to, we, we say a lot of things in German. We don't actually describe what they actually mean. That's so true. We should do that, do that more. Uh, yeah, it's really cool. It's, it's just like, it's, it's one of my favorite spots in the city. It's just, it's just super unique. And it, it was like all built alone and then it just became its own thing. It, yeah, it's like a funky, I don't know how you describe it. It's a funky outdoor bar slash hangout place. Such a like little village. Out of, slash vill- yeah, it looks like a village, little village made out of wood. But it's it is all one self contained kind right, of club right. slash bar. Exactly. And it's right on the water. Right on the river on the spree. It's very cool. And after that, uh on Saturday night we went to the Festival of Lights. Uh where's the But who met up with you at Holtzmarkt? Uh yeah, uh you did. You met up with uh with, with your my fiance. Girlfriend? Yeah. Oh sorry, my fiance. Whoopsie. Yes, yes my fiance, of uh, course. And the Festival of Lights is uh and also Bobby was there too, of course. Festival of Lights is uh they do this once a year in Berlin. They light up all the major landmarks of the city, the historical buildings, with these really beautiful projection lights. Uh, it's usually, usually I think they like call theme. 3D mapping. 3D it's, mapping, yeah. It's where, it's where, yeah, projection goes onto a surface, but it's made, the projection is made to look like it's actually part of the surface. It's, it's surface. It's not like just projecting a, a random movie on a random side right. of a building. You know, it's meant so like the projection only, you know, goes on a, it, it like follows the contours of that structure or building, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's a really cool event, and uh, I, I love it. The whole city, you know, it, it, they block up the streets as everyone walking around. It's just really chill, good vibes. Yeah, and it was um, like usually the big destinations in Berlin to see the, the Festival of Lights. You have Alex, the, the tower, the, the Fernsehturm, uh, and Alex, the huge, huge tower. 
um, which is kind of interesting because it's like a really slender projection right. up up this tower. And then um, you have like the Brandenburg Gate, which of course, um, of course, everybody, even if you've never been in Germany, you probably you know that that um, landmark. And then um, a lot the of dome, the, the, the Berliner Dome, and then you have a lot of um, other large buildings along Unter der Linden, which is um, the kind of this main avenue in the central city center of Berlin that kind of a lot of touristy things are. Yeah, yeah it's like where all the historic buildings are, the old building, like the, yeah. the, the, the pretty part of the, like the only pretty part of the city is, is, <laughs> is there, uh, where, you, where you're kind of like, oh, this, this could be like Paris for like a hot second, and then you realize, oh no, it's not. There's someone pooping on the side. Just never leave. Just, 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 just walk back and forth. Yeah. If you want, if you want to have like just nothing to do, yeah. So you crammed a lot into that first day when you had the people visit. Yeah. Now, was it because you're like, okay, there's only one chance for a first good impression of a city, so you're like, I want to try and show them as much as I can on that first day to like give them this good foundation of okay, Berlin is cool, or were you not really overthinking it that much? Uh, it was kind of like a bit of both. So I definitely knew I wanted to go to Kunapak and Tempelhof with City Lights at the end. And I wasn't sure what time we're going to get our day started. And I wanted to do Holtzmach, I don't think, during the week at some point. But it just kind of wound up working out that way. And the walk was so lovely. I mean, Berlin at this time of the year is, is beautiful. Leaves are changing. Berlin's a very leafy green city. Great colors. And it's surprisingly warm for an October. So why not go for a walk? Yeah. Yeah. And it was a real, really beautiful walk. I think by the time we got to uh, Holtzmach, we walked like 16,000 steps. Yeah. You, you really walked across a huge swath of yeah. Berlin. I, I think it's actually a great way for somebody's brand new to the city. Cause like you're, you're really showing them. Cause like if you take the subway, which is nice, but still you're missing everything in between. So you're kind of just exactly. seeing this bit, this bit, this bit, but you're really showing them kind of the evolution of the city where, you know, cause each district, like the architecture is different. And, I mean, especially know. walking from Neukölln to Mitte, they're very different looking districts. Through oh, absolutely. Kotze, Cause Kotze yeah. is a lot of like, Really wild architecture from and the seventies. Like heads, you know. Yeah, like it, it's a wild part of the city. Uh, but I, I really enjoyed the walk itself. So that, like that, that alone is just like the journey is, is the destination, you know. Um, so I don't know. I, I really have a big plan, but I wound up just being a great day. And then Sunday we was more lazy. Had a late breakfast. Went down to Mauerpark. Uh, there's this, this which really we cool, talked about before, talked about before, which is um, a former death strip for the. Um, uh, Berlin Berlin Wall, right. which is now this um, big, beautiful flea market. And there's also what we call Bear Pit Karaoke, which is like this huge kind of uh, c- cement a- amphitheater where, God, what is there? Three, 400 people walk- watching yeah, ca- karaoke probably. every Sunday. Yeah, so we saw a little bit of that. Yeah, yeah. so t- I took them there because that's, that's like a Berlin institution you have to see when you're visiting. Right. And then went home, watched some football because uh, Tom Ray's also a Patriots fan. So watched the yeah. Patriots win. But he, okay, <laughs> So guys, like he doesn't live anywhere near Mauer Park and he decides to come at Mauer Park at like five and then at 6.15, he's like, all right, we got to go. And I was like, why? They're like 4.30. Yeah, but you barely got like an hour and a half. Like it's a place that really you should go and spend like three, four hours and he squeezed it into like barely an hour. Yeah, we, yeah. we had a really late breakfast because we were out pretty late on uh, on Saturday. And Which is fine. I mean, it's fine. That, that, they, are, they are literally on vacation. Like right? Exactly. So uh, it, it was still chill. Okay. And actually, we should set some foundations. Like, they're from Rhode Island as well, or uh, Massachusetts, actually. Okay. Now, and had they been to Berlin or Germany before? Uh, Berlin, no. Germany, I don't think so. I know they traveled on Europe a little bit, but not to yeah this this next so our the, neck of the this woods. is all their first time for everything. Here. Yeah, okay. yeah, 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 exactly. Cool. Okay, okay. Now they're in Italy, enjoying uh, the Italian life in Sicily, which is pretty sweet. Nice. And but how did you how do you know Tonnery? I went to school together. Okay, uh, you're right. Yeah. Middle school and high yeah. school. We became uh, really close friends in high school. 
and we, you know, we, I'm still in touch with a lot of my high school friends. And, uh, you know, the thing is, you know, after nine years, you always want people to come visit you, but then like every, as every year passes, no one comes, you got to think, all right, maybe people, people aren't going to come, uh-huh. which kind of makes me sad. But, uh, we've, we've talked about a while and then she wanted to come a few years ago, but then COVID hit. Ah, uh, yeah. And then I saw her last year and I met her fiance, Grace. And I was like, Grace, you gotta get over here, right? Like you're, you're, you guys gotta come over. And it's like, I'll convince her, but we'll do it. And then, yeah, like uh, six, seven months ago, she's like, hey, guy, Alex, we're planning tickets. So When's you, you pushed for this then? Like, if you hadn't a push, do you think she would have visited? I, I still think she would have come. Oh, okay. I still think she would have. Yeah. Um, it's just the, the timing that worked the first time she wanted to come. And so I was really happy. And uh, if any of my friends from, from the States listening, I'd love for you to visit me as well. Same. Now that I think about it, like, I have had very few, very few friends visit me. Now, now granted, like, most of our friends are from the West Coast. So, yeah, from California, so that, that's an ask. That That's, um, yeah, like 15 hours of travel, and yeah, I mean, but even for you, it's like, I mean, I don't know how much your flights are, but still, from the California, if you're lucky and you book way in advance, you can get like six, seven hundred euro. But uh, that's maybe it's roughly the same from uh, East Coast. From East Coast, uh, if you book like a month and a half, two months in advance, and before that, you can get tickets for like four fifty to six fifty round trip. Still, still, it's like when you're like, hey, come visit me, and you're asking somebody to fork over 600 euro like yeah. plus expect you know like it, it, it i i can get i can get what it's not like that people don't like us or whatever right. you know it's like obviously if you lived like an hour away by car it probably would have happened quicker but you know but, but at least on the east coast you know it's not a like 14 hour flight from the east coast it's you're, you're talking nine eight hours if, if it's direct you're like seven and a half eight hours it's not it's not super far away yeah for me you have to like do a 10 11 hour flight just to get to the East Coast. <laughs> no, no, just, just to get to like you, Europe, not to Germany, to Europe. Yeah. And then you usually always switched either in London or France or something for another two hour flight. So, um, but yeah, if you include that and the layover in between, it's usually like 14, 15 hours of, of your time. Yeah. So, it's, you know, it's with, a big are they over talking usually 10, maybe 11 hours? So, it was, yeah. So, it's, it's a big, it's, it's a full day of travel no matter which coast you're coming yeah, from. Yeah. That, so, that's absolutely true. So, it's a big ask. So, you have to have somebody who actually like, Truly wants to spend time with you. <laughs> you know? Yeah, no, 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 for sure. I, I, I do think that even if I lived, you know, three to five hours away, it'd be the same thing. I think it's like you get older and, you know, you have so many commitments and, you know, you got work and you got your girlfriend or your boyfriend and you got your side projects or your podcast or your hobbies, whatever, whatever. kids. And, and like, and, you know, there's so many times, even with people who live in the same city that where you throw out like, yeah, we should do that. But you really need like somebody in that group to champion that thing and really and like be the one who's like, all right, guys, on this day, like, look, we're gonna do this thing, like, because yeah, because yeah, same with trips. Like, I mean, I have a lot of friends who I I know would love to visit me, and I've you know, um, it's been like talked about, yeah, you should come visit Germany, but it's always kind of thrown out as kind of like this like thing, but it has to be up to either them or me to be like, hey how about this summer, let's do it. You know, like you really have to have somebody who pushes for it, you know, or else it doesn't happen because 100%. you need to follow up, you know? And, and it does make me, uh, you know, uh, uh, like a little bit sad. You know, it does. I mean, it's, it's definitely selfish I, of me. The sad thing is I wasn't that, I never thought about it till now. Now you're making me sad about it. Oh, I'm sorry. It, but I, I didn't even sad. think about it, but uh, yeah, okay. Or it's like, you know, you know when you move away and it's like, don't worry, we'll come visit you, we'll come visit you. It's always like this, like you said, like it's not a real plan, but you know, you still, you just say it. It's like a lot of plans I make with you when you've been drinking and we're like, we're going to do this thing on Wednesday. You're like, yeah. And then Wednesday comes and I text you. I'm like, we're doing that thing. And you're like, what? What thing? Yeah, what thing? And I'm like, I don't remember. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, exactly. And 
And then, I don't know, I think maybe I'm just naive. Like, you know, when I did move away, I was like, all right, they're going to come visit. They said. Because you live in Europe. Yeah. Because like, who wouldn't want to come? Who doesn't want to come here? It's it, awesome. Yeah, exactly. And, and again, it's not that they don't want to come. It's just, you know, taking the time out. You got to request the days off work, the money. Like, it's it's a few things. No, no, things, for sure. You know? For sure. I mean, but, you know, I go back to visit every once in a while. Again, my family's there. So I kind of, you know, it's a little more of an obligation. Right, yeah. I, I'm sure if, I'm sure if your friend's parents also lived in Berlin, they would come visit yeah, more probably. often. Yeah. But so, you know, bro, come on, take, take, a, take a holiday. Yeah, but I mean, but I'm glad in this case, you both kind of pushed each other to make it happen. You yeah, know? yeah, and it was just it was super lovely, and I, I, I you know, I, I still keep in contact with a lot of my friends from the states, and uh, and seeing them and being able to share my passion for this city and for the things I love doing here, it's just so it's just so valuable, you know, because because you yeah. always talk about it when you get home. I feel like when you talk about it, you kind of sound like I don't know, maybe someone's like a dickhead. Like, oh. And, Oh, in Europe, it's like this. I live in Germany. Like, yeah, like it was like, yo, oh, you guys do it this way. It's like that's always kind of always it's always comparison, random, random comparisons, and, yeah. and you don't want to do that too much because it does get annoying. I know it gets annoying, but when they're actually here, it's really fun to be like, this is what I do every day, or like, this is cool spots that I go to a lot. I love to share. It makes it real. Share that. It makes it real. Yeah. Exactly. Other than you, just like, oh, Alex lives in Europe. Ooh, like this kind of like lofty thing up in the clouds. But then yeah. he's like, oh no, it's like. It's just another city like any other city. And, you know, there's cars and people walk on the streets and people go to exactly. work. And like, and like and, oh, and this is where Alex gets his groceries. And, all, like you know, like... Uh, I mean, again, for all intents and purposes, it's probably not that special. It's just I happen to found a... Well, pl- I don't know. Brilliant's pretty special. I think it's a special place. Yeah. But we happen to found a place that, that we think just fits with me better than anywhere else I think I could find. Maybe in the world. I don't know. Who knows? Have but you at least, lived everywhere in the world? No, at least until now. Then I would not get so traveling jumpy. to. That's true. Yeah. Traveling to you know thirty something countries. I've yet to find somewhere that's really kind of grasped me and captured me like Berlin has. So I just happen to find a place, find a place that you know I love, and they live in a place they love. So I'm like when I go to visit to see you know their house and where they live, because that's what they love now. And you know it's just fun to share that with people that you love. Yeah, because if you love somebody. Like you want them to be happy, so you want to see the things and the places that make them happy, right? right. So, uh, yeah, absolutely. And another really cool thing about uh, having visitors over was just really seeing Berlin from um, kind of from like a third person point of view, from like a, from a new from new eyes. You know what I mean? True. And talking about like the weird things or like the experiences they had, because there's so many things that I think that you and I take for granted, or things that we're just used to that is weird for people visiting. Actually, good. Qu- Did you? take stock of what things about Germany they found weird or that they um, they brought up as being cool or like any kind of a comparison of Germany to the US that they brought up? I think a lot of things because they're they're pretty like politically social active people. Uh-huh. So I think a lot of things that, you know, I, they ask questions about and explaining them about, you know, some of the systems, social systems we have here. Like, oh, that makes sense. Or like when I picked them up from the airport, I got them a train. She's like, oh, do you have a car? She's texting me. I was trying to find her in the airport. Oh, yeah. And I was like, no, I don't have a car. No, we don't have cars. What's a car? I don't have a car. And I think it's like one of those weird cultural things because in the States, you're used to somebody always having a car. And but so I, I got them both uh, train tickets. Sure, yeah. And I explained to them the ABC zone. And they're like, that's stupid. I was like, yeah, it's pretty stupid. And also I gave, I got them like a club matzo and a beer. I was like, we can have a beer on the way home because we can do that here. Oh, nice. like, that is very cool. Very it is, cool. It is very cool, actually. Yeah. Uh, so that was cool. And also they went to like a grocery store and, um, trying to figure out how to buy things, especially not speaking any German. And I guess they asked someone, they were at a Turkish grocery shop and they want to know what this vegetable was. And the guy was, didn't speak English. So he was translating on his phone to German. 
And then nice. another kind Samaritan came over and was taking the German thing and putting it into English for them. Okay. So it was like two phones translating for them to figure out what the stuff that they bought was. So that was pretty cool. Also like the whole, um, you know, Frau Neto, uh, checking the groceries without someone backing it for you. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. So that was fun. What did you call it? Frau Neto? Frau Neto. What's that? That's just every person who works. <laughs> That's like all the people working at the grocery stores. Even the, if it's not a Neto? The people who scan. Yeah, Frau Neto. I've never heard that. Okay. Really? Yeah. What if it's a man? That's from Neto. Okay. I don't think think that hard about it. (laughs) Uh, So that that was was really interesting. It was also really fun too is, so they cooked for us on their last night here, which was super nice. Didn't expect that at all. Yeah, really cool. Especially because Bobby was sick. So we made some soup with basmati rice. It was kind of like this curry soup. It was delicious. And they got all their vegetables, some snacks from this grocery store down the street from me that I've never been to. Oh. After eight years living, there's this giant Turkish grocery store. I never went there and we needed these pumpkin seeds. Like, where'd you get these pumpkin seeds? Oh, from that grocery store. And like these fresh vegetables. Everything How did tasty. they find the grocery store? They just like walked, walked upon it? I know it has been there forever. I, I walk by it all the time. Oh, okay. I've just never really been in because I always go to my grocery store. I'm used to mine. Yeah. But these snacks that we had were just like something I never had before from Neto or from Reva. Nice. So they opened you up to new things. They opened yeah. me up to some new things. And That's they went cool. to a few like cafes when I was at work. They said were amazing. I was like, oh, where was it? It's like, well, we don't know where it was, but uh, this is what it was called. So they kind of gave me some new ideas of places to go to in Berlin. Because I think, you know, you get stuck in your own little thing. Yeah, you get in your own routine. Yeah, absolutely. Like, I, yeah, I think there's even times when I visit my, my mom, my sister in uh, Portland or my dad somewhere in LA. And, but because since you're a tourist and you're, right. you want to fill your time and do tourist things, yeah, I'll be like, hey, let's go to the blank, blank, blank house. And they're like, my mom's like, what's that? And then I'm like, oh, it's this. On the top of the hill, it's like this, this, this the oldest house in Portland is like blah blah. You're like what? And then you go, and then you're just like, oh, that's really cool. And but it's yeah, you're basically showing the person who's supposed to be the knowledge of per- the person who lives there. Yeah, these things because when you live there, you're you're not seeking these things out, right? Because you have your own routine, your own yeah, thing exactly. That you're doing. Yeah. So I think that's uh, if if you ever live in any city where your friends, your family do not live in, I think it's nice to have them. You know, go to work, have them explore by themselves, and kind of see what they come back with, and then you have like a little goodie bag. Of little things you didn't really think about. Yeah, and I, I think that's actually um, what you just said. It's good to, when you have friends over for a few days, don't be with them every minute of yeah. the time. Like, give them at least one day where there's like half a day where they can be on their own and do their own thing. You know what I mean? So they're not babysat the whole time. Because I think all of us as an adult want to explore on your own for at least a couple hours, right? Or yeah, something, absolutely. You know, so. and, and what was really nice was that, um, you know, it's their vacation. They've been doing a lot of stuff. They just bought a house. It's been really stressful. So it was really nice. We're like, we're also on vacation. So we don't want to like always be doing things. We also want to chill. Sure. Which was great. So every day I didn't feel like I had to like entertain or like go out and like, we have to do this, 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 and that, and that, and that. You know, it was much more. They were fine just like hanging out on the balcony and just like. Exactly. And just chill. Like for the last day we had dinner, they showed us this really cool cartoon and we just chilled all night. And it was like, I needed it because I was exhausted from work and from the night before. And also, and again, there's no offense to them, but like when you have a guest, it does take energy out of you because now you're, you're coming home every night and you're not just like slumping under your couch and not talking, right? Right. Because you, you have people that you want to like show a good time to, right? So No, yeah, exactly. And you know, is the apartment clean enough or like, am I being too loud right now? What time do they want to go to bed? What if I want to go to bed here? They want to go to bed later. You know, you always think about these little things in the back of your, at least I do, in the back of my head, <laughs> which isn't really fair to myself or to them. You're like, we're all adults here. We can do what we want. They have their own room. I have my own room. It's, you know... But I kind of felt like living with uh, with roommates again for the first time in a while. 
because they have their own little, you know, they have their own bedroom. Yeah, I mean, you're you're lucky you have a guest room, which is just so handy, right? Yeah, and like we were watching TV the other night, and she and Grace is like, I'm gonna go take a bath. I was like, yeah, cool, go take a bath. You know, it's kind of like having roommates, and uh, I mean, except for you, because actually, how did that work? Because um, can you hold it for the whole bath? I held it. Okay, that was good. But you, but you had moments at the end where you're like, you were waiting for that. She did. Oh. <laughs> There's no secret. We've talked about this. Alex has a, a bladder condition, so he has to pee, pee more often than the, than the average bear. I think the pills are working, though. Are they? I think I think I think it's getting better. Slowly. Slow. Yeah, slowly. Okay. But but my bladder is starting to like chill. Okay. I hope that's good. No, no, no. I, yeah, I hope so. Oh, my doctor's listening right now. I've been like, yes, it's working. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, sorry to interrupt. But yeah, but yeah, like I mean, I mean that's great that she feels comfortable. It's, yeah, because like. I mean, I, there's certain people who I'd visit, I wouldn't feel comfortable like, I'm going to go take a bath in your bath. Yeah, it was, well, we said like, you know, like, our house is your house, which everyone says, but like, really mean like, this is your house, here are the keys, do whatever you want here, you know, enjoy it. Like, you're on vacation, yeah. pretend it's like your Airbnb or something. Actually, you know, pretend it's like your booking.com or something. Okay, yeah. Because I'm done with Airbnb. Yeah, Alex is shunning Airbnb. Shunned. They shunned. are shunned forever. Shunned. Um, we tend to your booking.com arrangement that you booked with booking.com <laughs> and <laughs> not a, Airbnb it's a mouthful and just just enjoy yourself and, and they did and, and I and I, I enjoyed them enjoying themselves you know what I mean then it's much less pressure and stress if the person you're with isn't like what are we doing now what's up over here what are we over here you know what I mean right that, that, I mean that's a lot when you have a guest like that that really needs to be babysat you know what right. i mean now of course you're gonna show them around but you, you want somebody who's like okay just you're you're cool for like an hour of us just sitting or, or like hey i gotta go take, take some work you're, are you cool just chilling on the couch for an hour okay great you know yeah. or whatever yeah yeah, yeah exactly so uh yeah it was it was a really nice time and i really love entertaining generally like i like throwing parties like when people over yeah you're you're you know there's like frederick the entertainer that guy there's like I think it's a comedian his name cedric you mean C- sorry jeez sorry yeah cedric of course the entertainer not freddie you should be like Ah, your name doesn't really flow with that Alex Entertainer. Alex Alexander the, the Entertainer. Alexander the Entertainer. Xander the... the just, no. Xander? Lexander. Or what was your nickname again? Double D? Double that was, D the Entertainer. That was my nickname. Yeah. From third grade up until... Right, we need a new nickname that senior year flows well with the Entertainer. Because that, that is you for sure. Okay. Thank you. But yeah. <laughs> I like to entertain. So having people over for a few days is is, is really nice. And uh, especially those two people. And they're both they're, lovely, yeah. They're, they're lovely really people. Nice, yeah. And I was like excited to introduce them to you guys. And um, yeah, it was just awesome. Yeah, and it's funny because they, they come they come all the way to Germany, but then they're kind of like surrounded by Americans. It's <laughs> like what? you and then me. But, but I mean, luckily both our, girl, our girlfriends are German. So at least they got they got a bit of a flair. But Yeah, when us, what was it, six were hanging out, it was actually the most Americans I've hung out with in a group in, like in Germany, I think. And probably like, Oh, same. Nine, eight years? Because, yeah, usually when I hang out with a group of people, you are the only other American. True, right. true. Exactly. So it's kind of like, wow, there's a lot of Americans here. And I kind of think she had assumed that I was German as well, but then like five minutes into, after meeting her, she was like... You have no accent. She, she's like, you have no accent. Where are you from? And I was like... But, California. But, but, but I love how she has no accent because I do have an accent, but to her, who is an American, I have... Right. You know, like you always base it on what your accent is. Yeah, exactly. it's, it's, it's no accent to like you. Everyone has an accent. Right, yeah. If you don't think you have an accent, you have an accent. Yeah. Or if so, if you, somebody doesn't have an accent, that means that they're from the place that you're from, probably. You know? Right, yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, that was funny. It's fun because, again, we don't normally hang out with a lot of Americans, so it's 
It is, I, I do. It's a nice little taste of home. You know what I mean? It is, like, yeah. It's also nice to kind of get grounded of like current events in the United States. Because obviously all the news that I we get are in Europe, a little further away. And the big international stories. We don't get like the, the smaller stuff that that more affects them exactly. on a daily basis, right? And also like the actual just daily stuff that's going on. Like this big thing happened, but how did it actually affect your life? So talking to them about those things is super interesting to kind of get a little more grounded in what's happening in you know our home country. And some things are like, oh yeah, just as bad as you think. And some things are like, not as bad as it's actually portrayed out to be, at least for us in our situation. Sure. Yeah. And they're also from the East Coast as well, like not that far from where you're from. So right. that's also, they can they have some kind of local news that kind of affects your old stomping ground. Kind yeah, of. yeah, exactly. And I also like, you know, getting, you know, old friends and new friends together as well, because it's really funny. You know, Bobby always asks, whenever she meets some of my old friends, tell me something about Alex back in the day or like, <laughs> or they tell stories and it's fun to reminisce, but also reminisce while your new friends are there so they can kind of hear those stories would be like, what the hell happened? Why are you called Double D? Uh, you know, yeah, which is true. Like she, 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 she called you that randomly. Yeah, and then I was like, what? Who? What? The Double D? <laughs> like, yeah. Then she was, she explained it to me. I'd already forgotten what it was, but yeah, yeah. We'll leave that for a different episode. That's a mystery. It's a mystery. No one will know. Yeah, I know. Or it used to be a girthier man. <laughs> it's nothing to do with uh, the girth of anything. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I'll, I'll put that, that out there. It's nothing with boobies or sexual. It's something super random. I it's something super it. random. I got yeah. it in third grade uh, and I've had it until my senior year. Coaches call me Double D. Parents call me Double D. Some teachers call me Double D. It was just a nickname. Even I had. There was literally no D in his name. Alexander. Yeah, but Alex, Dur- Bl- Alex Bloom. Yeah. Who calls you Alexander other than your mom and dad? Well, yeah, my family, Alexander, high school, middle school, lower school friends, Double D. College, Bloom. I wasn't Alex until I came to Berlin. Oh, and one friend from the States calls me Alex. Oh, weird. Yeah. So if other friends visit you from the States now, they'd still call, not call you Alex? They'd call you something else? If they're from college, Bloom. If they're from high school or middle that, school. I, don't, like, I wouldn't be able to handle that. People call you Bloom. I'd be like, what the I, Alex. Bloom's a favorite. Yeah. Like, Alex is like one of my least favorites, actually. <laughs> I think on the West Coast, they call you by their last name never hit. No, it was big on the East yeah. Coast, especially in college. In college, you call everyone by their by the last name. So it sounds like they've... Uh, from Berlin moved on to Italy and then, yeah. they, then they go back home or what? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Actually, actually funny because as people who listened to the last episode know, Alex was just in Italy himself. Yes. Well, where, where did, are they going to the same places? No, they're going down to Sicily. So totally different part of Italy Ooh, okay. to see some of Grace's uh, family. So uh, unfortunately I was like, I was hoping they'd be in the same area. So I'd give them some tips because we went like everywhere, but yeah. we went everywhere in the spot they're not. Nice. But uh, yeah, uh, Tommy also has Italian roots as well. So that's pretty cool. It was just a great time. I'm excited to go back. I'll be in the States December. I'm going to go visit them because they just bought a house and I want to see their house because we were, you know, they just moved and we just moved in a year ago. So they're trying to like look around our apartment and get some like ideas what we did. Oh, nice. Yeah. Uh, we're just talking about moving and buying just, like, the differences in the States versus Germany. That, that's the like yeah. <laughs> being an adult thing. Man. And, and anytime you go to a party or whatever, you're always looking around and you're like, there's always, there's always ones that, babe, we should, we should do that or get one of those things or you see those curtains yeah. or you see that color I want that's the color I want for our wall that, that's that's the exact color that I was talking about the other day remember 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 and your younger self if he could see you would be so ashamed oh god we're so lame yeah you're we're like so the, te- lame the 12 year old you would be like you're the worst there's nothing I love more a, than talking about wall color what's I, wrong with I, you? I, I love looking at furniture man I love like I, I really enjoy <laughs> looking at furniture and wallpaper <laughs> it's it's not hey but I, I would say, going back to topic at hand, I would say um, those of you, and I know it's quite a bit of you, uh, who are still in the States and you're thinking about 
moving abroad. If you do have friends or friends of friends or anybody you're on a, you know, first name basis with who lives abroad anywhere, I, I would say take advantage if, if they do offer to let you come because it's it's a great way because it's just one thing it's one thing to go visit the, a place as a as a tourist right at a hotel right but when you're visiting with a local you're staying with a local you see what it's actually kind of like to live there you know? yeah, exactly because you're seeing a real person's house a real person's life and it's a it's a good um, trial run if you will to see if oh uh, like oh like I never even thought of living in Thailand, but this is pretty cool. Or I never thought of living in Belgium. This is pretty cool. Or, or maybe you, you did think about living in Germany and you have that friend that lives there. Go do that trial run and be like, okay, yeah, I could, I could do this. Maybe, maybe not this city, but okay. But yeah, great. You know, um, I'd definitely say take advantage if, again, if you have the time and the financial needs. Yeah. hundred um, percent. I'd say take advantage for sure. And another little side note, I think, uh, which was funny Ooh. is they were here for five days. I think they had like four or five dinner. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, but that's that's kind of now now dinner because um, we can't just throw that out there like you guys know what it is. Um, it, it is the Berlin street food. It's kind of like a it's a, kebab. a Turkish burrito, if you will, in a way like uh, like a Turkish giant taco thing. You can get like you can get like kind of in a pita bread or rolled up in kind of like a wrap kind of bread, right? And it's. Um, Dinner kebab meat mixed in with like uh, salad and like t- tomato and, and, and random sauces. And you can and get it, you can get it all around the world, but Berlin is where it's the best. Literally, it's it's like it was invented in Berlin. One turkey, but then a Turkish immigrant invented it in the bread in Berlin. Right. Anyways, the Berlin version, and it's like we never. I think we looked it up once, but I forgot how many thousands of uh, dinner shops there are in Berlin. But right, there's literally thousands. Like it's every street corner there is one, and, and they are the best. They're just so good. They're so good. And we were actually talking earlier before we recorded, I was saying like the first year or two that we lived here, that we were like living off dinner. Like every day. Yeah. So like I can, I can understand them because it's like a new thing. And, and, and you like is, want it all the time. Yeah. When people come visit, I always hype it up. Like you got to get a dinner. And then I'm always like, it's actually as good as I think it is. And then every time they have it, like this is incredible. And then every time we have dinner, it's like, we can just get a dinner. You know, it's four, it's <laughs> four euro, four fifty, whatever it is nowadays. Yeah, super fast. Yeah. But it's funny, like, because now we've lived here a long time. Like we don't, I maybe have one. I don't know. Not even once a month. Probably like once, like like twice, three times a month. Yeah, I'd say for me, like maybe once a month, maybe sometimes less, even like so not that often. So so sometimes you forget how good it really is. It's so good. And sometimes you kind of stray away. Like I'm gonna get a dinner or a dinner box, like a chicken dinner. And then every once in a while, go back to the original, just normal beef or calf dinner, as we used to call it, the dirty. Dinner. The dirty dinner. Like, like when you're like, oh man, that is the OG. It's so good. When you've like left a bar and you're like, you know, a little tipsy on your way home, all you want is a oh god, dirty dinner. Because and also dinner. in Berlin, because um, it's not like the U.S. where everything's 24 hours. One of the few things that is open super late, the wee hours of the morning, are dinner shops. So bars, like, clubs, and dinner shops. Dinner <laughs> shops. So like when you're on your way home, that's like your option for food. And it, what an option it is. It's the best option. <laughs> it's so good. So a little Duna side note uh, to end this episode before we get into our whiskey. Actually, before we end, speaking of food, uh, um, I've got a, a little rant that I think you'll share about a place called Riza. I think we have to bring this up. Just putting it in there. I wanted to, I wanted to talk about this in this episode because now uh, we've mentioned this. We used to be stupid and... Uh, you know, Alex would come over. I'd go over to his place, and we record an episode on empty stomachs, not eat anything. Now, any anybody who knows, if you drink whiskey and beer on an empty stomach, it leads to bad things. And so, eventually, I don't know, remember where, <laughs> episode fifty or something, we're like, maybe we should eat before we record. Yeah, good idea. Um, 
And it, 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 it just by happenstance, the easiest place for Alex to stop on his way to my house is a place called Riza Chicken, which it's like a KFC, but with none of the quality or the customer service or anything. It's, 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 it's a brilliant institution. The chicken is really good. Um, it's not amazing. It's good enough. And the price is pretty low. And, you, and they give you like, like um, American sized portions, yeah. let's say. So for us, it's just quick, easy, dirty. And we, it really like fills up that stomach, right? Yeah, easy. So, and just by like ease of grabbing it, it's just quick, cheap. So it's like, that's the reason why we do it. It's like, it's not like the best option. It's just like the option. It's just what it is, right? Yes. But it is also the worst place on the planet. It is. I mean, I go there every Wednesday to get some chicken. And every time I come over, I have some kind of complaint. It's not, it's not against the food. I mean, it's wildly inconsistent. Some days it's amazing. Yeah, some days it it's average. different. The amount of chicken they give you literally changes from day to day. The, the, the problem is... As a customer, sometimes they make me feel like a piece of shit for just ordering food. <laughs> yeah, the, the people that work there are soulless and do not smile, will never say please or thank you, will never even talk to you. They just look at you like they're angry, you're there, and they wait for you to give your order. It's just right. Like the, like the, the people are just, just not, they should not be in a customer service role. <laughs> no, no, absolutely. Um, and if anyone from Reese is listening to this, I doubt it. But like, just, just, just be a little friendlier. Just give me just like, be not, say hello. Just say hello when I walk in. I think they've just gotten used to it. It's just like these low standards, you know what I mean? But it's like a little bit of like acknowledgement that I exist, you know, like a little, like a half a smile, like something. But hey, we, we keep giving, giving them our money every Wednesday. Yeah, so. we're joking about like, we like, we hate the place, but we keep going there. Because um, I do like the chicken. It is good. So I deal with it. Yeah. But like, same, like there's this, uh. Part of our meal is this like four chicken crispy box. Yeah. And as I just said before, literally one week, it's eight chicken crispies for no reason. Pay for four. Uh, yeah, you, pay for, you still pay for four. You get eight. Next week, you order the same thing. There's six. Oh, okay. Then there's nine. And then there's four. And then like, yeah, the amount of um, herbs and spices on the thing changes. So sometimes the chicken tastes bland as shit. And sometimes, sometimes it's fantastic. It's fantastic. Sometimes the, 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 um, the fries are salted. Sometimes they're not. Sometimes they give you uh, ketchup which is like once in a million. And yeah. sometimes they give you, or most time they give you nothing. Like it's just, it's just, there's just, yeah. It's a wild place. One word description, inconsistent. Yeah, absolutely. In terms of everything, the food and everything. Yeah, absolutely. Sorry, we, we had to, we had to, we had to say this. I, at least it was, it was, I, I, you I, get I, off yeah, your chest. I had to get off my chest. Okay. Uh, let's go to the whiskey. <laughs> let's go to the whiskey. Let's go to the good stuff. The stuff that is always consistent in that it brings me joy. This is again, Tall Pete. From Eschenbrenner Distillery here in Berlin, vetting. Yes. Aged whatever, 47 <laughs> point. Aged whatever. It's right there. Five Aged, years. Oh, there it is. Five years. Uh, 47.1% alcohol. Here we go. Cheers. He is literally the whiskey host. He's <laughs> just like, age whatever, tasting notes. I, I don't know. You know, it tastes like, it tastes, I'm, I'm feeling not Cheers. great today. Cheers. So it's got a real scotchy smokiness to it that I'm really digging. I think Tall Pete is a good name because it is peaty. It, it is it, very it has peaty. That smoky, oh my God, Jeff, that's it. It has that smoky, peaty, peaty uh, flavor. It's very I, good. I would say more so than the actual scotches that we were, drink, that we were drinking yeah, in the past it's, it's month or so. It reminds me of uh, Lagavulin. It's got that really True. peaty... Uh, smooth flavor to it. Yes. And I love Lagavulin, so I'm really loving this. Or are you referring to Lafroig? Really, Lagavulin. I don't know what I'm talking about. Oh, okay, okay. The Ron, the Ron Swanson whiskey. <laughs> yeah, okay, Lagavulin, okay. Uh, yeah, I, I really enjoy smoky whiskeys, especially when it's like this, Pete. I, 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 I like it a lot. 
Uh, it, it's smooth. It, I'm going to take one last sip just to see what else there is. It's got a really nice sweet aftertaste. Unless I'm just sick, but I like it. So I'm going to go really quick and give it a nice 8.6. It's good. Solid 8. I'm going to give it an 8. Nice. And, it's really, and um, so far, everything from Meshen Benner Distillery has been really good. On point, really good. I mean, like, like German whiskey guys, think about it. They have a great variety of just random things with random names. And so far, they've all been. And, and I kind of like it because. You really don't, you just like, there's just like call it something called Joe and something called, and like, you really don't know what you're getting. So it's kind of like a but tall mystery grab bag. It yeah. But, no, but we didn't know that it made sense until we drank, we drank it. That's true. Know, um, Maybe Joe tastes like coffee. Oh, didn't think about it. Did we have yeah. we had, we had a Joe? Maybe a Joe. Did we have a Joe or a Bill? I don't know. But um, yeah, um, really tasty. Solid eight. It could be more, but. Um, Good I don't stuff. know. My nose is a little plugged, so I'm going to say at least an eight. Yeah, fair. Maybe it's more <laughs> On tomorrow. the website, right? At least an eight for mine. All right, at least an eight. Good. Okay. If you ever update the website. If I update it, I'll do that. Okay. And thank you to everyone who uh, sent us some jowls. All three of you remembered to send us our, oh, our right. secret code word. The secret code word, yes. I mean, well, Simon sent in like eight of them, so does it give him like eight extra points? True. Simon, you get the most points. Okay. I don't. We, we still haven't decided what these points are worth. And what's but, but, the? But you have them. What's the relation of, uh, like you know, uh, what, what, what's the what's the uh, whiskey the, bucks to shrimp bucks and, <laughs> what, what, and U.S. dollars? What's an AGW point uh, to a euro? <laughs> it's, not, it's nothing. Stanley's like, oh, I've got my Stanley bucks, and <laughs> Dwight's like, what's the exchange rate from shrimp bucks to Stan, Stanley bucks? He's Stan, like, no, Stanley nickels. Stanley nickels. He's like, I don't know. What's the exchange rate from unicorns to leprechauns? Because <laughs> it's all bullshit. Anyways, we love the office. Okay, everyone, thank you so much for listening. We love you all. You're yeah, all beautiful. You're amazing. Thank you for con- your continued support and for your your uh, downloads and for the, we still continue to great which we don't talk about great messages from you guys asking us questions True. and just or just saying how much you enjoyed the show. So we are always here for your questions. So please send them in if you have them about moving to Germany, living in Germany, looking at Germany. Thinking of Germany, smelling Germany, wearing a shoe made in Germany, Ooh. any of those, uh, we, we can we can help you with those. Yes, if if you are concerned about your Adidas fit, we will we'll help you with that as well. We will. Uh, Trinidad Tobago is in the Caribbean, so yes, we know this. We have we have learned from our mistakes, which is all you could ever ask of anybody, right? I mean, I think it is. We've admitted it. We we knew we did wrong. And now we step down. And we st- <laughs> now we resigned. And now we step down. There'll be a, there'll be new two new hosts of the HGW podcast. There'll be podcast. two different hosts. <laughs> yes. It's still going to continue. Next week, it'll be like, hello, this is Jack. And this is Jill. <laughs> yeah. That'd be cute. A couple actually named Jack. And, and they're going to tell our stories from Alex and Jeff. Anyways, everyone, we're rambling again. So uh, stay safe, stay healthy, and stay thirsty. Adidas. Looking at so, <laughs> so no 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 I, I gotta get done oh, I was laugh forever okay, okay. Um, and also what it's like to be a newcomer coming to Berlin and or Germany and how you, <laughs> what <laughs> come on I was good I had stuff to say oh you were but I'm sorry I can't look at you I'm sorry it's one of those moments I'm gonna turn over here you just go okay I can't I okay. can't. And in addition, do you, I hate it. And in addition, we'll also discuss what it was like for them to see Germany and Berlin for the first time. Sorry, I'm going to leave the room. Please. Sorry. Oh, I can't do it. Shit.
This, how am I going to edit this together? It's going to be the worst sounding thing ever. Okay, here we go. Yeah, <laughs> okay, I know. It's one sentence. It's I know. Sentence. But I'm at that point, man. Okay, here we go. Okay, here we go.